Renew your mind. I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal. Be encouraged. This is my favorite program. Pastor Kong is just so real. Hot seats, hot seats. Nourished in the word. The question and answers are spot on. Pastor Kong, we love you. This is the best. Something new is brewing. Hi, this is Pastor Kong. I want to invite you to sit back, relax, and have a cup of coffee with me. Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong. My name is Bernard and I am your host. Well, this show started as a simple podcast in our own church app to ask my senior pastors some of life's most difficult or burning questions. And we believe this will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong He is the senior pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore. And ever since May 2012, he has been on this show every week answering emails that come into us at connect at cdradio.sg. I invite you, if you got a burning question or topic to suggest on the show, to write in as well. Now, through the years, we have answered a lot of questions and drank a lot of coffee. But coffee with my pastor on any day is a good day. While well, wherever you're listening to us from any platform, be sure to click follow or subscribe, okay? That would be nice. Now, this series of shows will be called 3-in-1 Coffee, where we put together three episodes or emails of the same topic, which have been covered through the years. All right, we want to talk about ministry and calling. Now, for this first part, we hear from Pastor Kong himself about his own journey and how he took up the call to become a pastor. You have to know that this recording was probably done at around the year 2012. And as much as I can remember, I, I know he shared very freely and he has got some good advice to you if you are searching for that path as well. Sit back, relax, and have a cup of coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Hi, Bern. I'm having a coffee. In your hand? In my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pastor. Long day. It's a long day, yes. but it's always a joy to be in your program. Yes, Pastor. Burn, you're full of life and <laughs> I need to be infused with some life apart from the coffee right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pastor, I am still on fire and I'm answering emails over here. Okay, Pastor, I promise people, people who have written in to connect at cdradio.sg and this letter is from Joel. Pastor, it's a very long email. Okay, go ahead. We might actually have to go for two episodes on this. Sure. Yes, but Pastor, it's, it's good questions. Good questions. It says here, Hi, Burn, please ask Ask Pastor Kong to share about his life story slash testimony and calling to pastoral ministry. How did he become a pastor or know what is the right path to birth of City Harvest Church? That's question number one. Second question is, what is required of a pastor? It signs off, thank you, have a nice day, Joel from Cell Group N463. Joel is a very thick question. <laughs> you know, God, God bless you, Joel. And uh, N463 must be a great cell group to have great members to ask such intelligent questions. Yes, yes. And they want to know it all, Pastor. They want to know it all, man. But actually, Pastor, with, with this radio show, Coffee with Kong, everybody just wants to know it all. <laughs> we want to know how it started. Remember, we, we, like a couple of episodes, we talked about maybe we should do a, an uh, origin... Uh, back, yeah. Uh, you know, like City Harvest Begins kind City of City Harvest Begins, yeah. 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 So Batman begins. Batman begins. Yeah, I, I feel so much like Batman in my heart. I remember that too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Some you know, some some people, the superheroes, actually characterize different different personalities. Yeah. Some some are more like Superman. They can you know they can bash through walls and all that. Some are more like Spider Man. They you know I'm more like Batman. Very dark on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pastor. 
And now we got big question in front of us. Big big email. Alright, the first one. Okay, Pastor, I, maybe I'll recap for you. It says, please ask Pastor Kong to share about his life story or testimony and calling to pastoral ministry. How do you become a pastor or know what is the right path to birth of City Harvest Church? Let me tell you, when I started out, I was very shy and I have very low self-esteem. I struggle a lot with panic anxiety and and so if I stand before a group of people, I, I become very, very nervous and I always felt that I'm very, um, I don't feel like I have a good voice. I'm not a great speaker. But I guess one thing that, that was on my side was that I really love the Lord. I really d- did and I still do, you know. And, and I say, God, here I am. You're not looking for silver vessel. You're not looking for golden vessel. You're just looking for yielded vessel. And I'm just willing to be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. And I guess that's where I got started. You know, I, I started being involved in fiscal arrangement. Uh, I got involved as an usher in the church. Uh, none of those uh, glitzy, glamorous stage roles. You know, I, I, I was more like a very quiet background kind of guy. And, and mind you, when I was growing up, I was, uh, I have a lot of acne problems that, that did not help in my self-esteem at all. You know, and, uh, uh, I'm not not the cool dude in church at all. <laughs> so, I just love the Lord and I love to pray. I think prayer is always a good place to start. And I was praying, praying, praying. And then one day, I felt the Lord spoke to me. He said, Kong, I want you to prepare yourself because one day I'm going to use you to raise up a generation of people that's going to impact nations. And, and um, so you are going to be a leader of that generation. I said, God, who am I? You know, I, I attended a very small church of 60 members. Uh, I'm not even uh, a youth leader. I'm not, you know, the youth president or vice president. I'm just a physical arranger. You know, how could you use me? But at his word, I, I started preparing. Um, I became very serious in, in the Word of God and in those days we don't have a lot of faith charismatic books you, you don't have books by Joyce Meyer, T.D. Jakes I mean those books are non-existent so you, you know I I said so I got to read the Bible and then I have a strong concordance and and it's very laborious very tiring but with the strong concordance and the Bible I begin to learn everything there is to learn about the Holy Spirit about faith about mercy, about repentance, about grace, about baptism, about the anointing. And I used to attend every seminar, conference, big and small. And in those days, the full gospel businessman was in his quote, quote, glory days, in big conventions. I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even working yet. I was in school, in the army, and I would just slip into those businessmen meetings, just absorbing and learning as much as I could. Well, I graduated from university, I was working. And then there was a position opened up for me in the Philippines to be a, a, a missionary. At that point in time, I was seeking God. I was saying, Lord, you know, do I really want to go full time to serve you? Um, my parents uh, in those days weren't Christians yet. So they are saying, you know, I put you through school and, and, and you're the first one in, in our family that actually went to university and so you have a great career and in fact uh, I have a lot of opportunities to go abroad mm. but one one pastor one um, much older pastor talked to me he said Con, what are you going to do in your life 
I said, Pastor, I really want to serve God, but my parents want me to go and um, be a computer engineer, and I got opportunities in UK uh, to go England. Um, but in my heart of hearts, I really want to serve God. And then he 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 said this that was that really seal seal it all for me. He said, Kong, can you picture yourself doing anything else except becoming a full time church worker? And honestly, I can't. I, I that's the only thing I can think of. The only thing um, that I feel would would make me happy and fulfill me was to work in church as a church worker. I'm not even thinking about being a preacher or pastor or just to work in church for God. He said, then you got the answer. Then that's God's working and guidance in your life. That's God's grace in your life. So that that immediately confirmed my, my leading that I'm to devote my entire life to serve in the church. Wow. <laughs> Was, Batman begins. Batman begins. <laughs> CHC begins. CHC begins. And in, in those days, I, I'm not, CHC haven't even got started, you know? Actually, Pastor, now that you, you were sharing so much, you only had a Bible and a Strong's Concordance. Yeah. I'm ashamed of myself. Uh, you know, in those days, we don't even have Ken of Hagen's books. So, you know, and, and uh, we have to travel, like, only when I went to Perth and... And then Perth, you have a Rayma Bible College, and then I'm able to buy his books and stuff like that. It's so limited, charismatic books, spirit-filled books, so limited, you know. And when we get a copy, man, it's like gold. Yeah. We just pass it around, youth group, everybody devour it. Wow, <laughs> wow. And remember, in those days, you don't have internet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was just thinking about it, you know, back then. And, and then that's how you grew up. That that's was how the- but you know, those those times are precious because I, I it was my formative years uh, in, in the ministry and I got deep roots into the Word of God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pastor, you do know that you've only answered just part. Yeah, just part of the question. Part so, of the question. We, we might have to take this to the next episode. Sure. So I, I think um, Joel. Joel. Yes. Joel was asking. Oh, so it's not Joel. It's Joel. Joel. It's a yes. girl, right? Joel is a girl. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Joel. Yeah. And uh, you asked the question. How do I know that I'm called to be a pastor? Yes. Well, as you know, that there are fivefold ministries of evangelist. Uh, let Let's start from the beginning. Of apostle, prophet, uh, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. And to be a pastor, you must love people. And that is the criteria. A pastor marries. And in that sense, he's married to his flock. He's married to his people. So I was going to be an evangelist um, in, in the Philippines. And I've been there for three years. I've uh, worked as a church planter. But in my heart, I, nothing excites me more than to spend time with people, being with my disciples teaching them the Word of God, helping them to grow, um, leading them through their struggles. And I think slowly but surely, the traits are beginning to come forth, that I'm called to be a shepherd. I like to be with my sheep when they walk through the valleys of the shadow of death. And uh, I, I love to disciple them. I love to be with people. Nothing excites me more than to be in church. You know, and I have invitations to preach all around the world. Um, I can go every single day from church to church, conventions to convention as a traveling 
a professional speaker. But I tell you, nothing is more exciting to me than to be with City Harvest members and and even doing mundane things like hospital visitation, home visitation. That to me is the most exciting thing in the week. So that tells me I'm called to be a pastor. I want to leave you with 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 9. It said, God who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. You have been called with a holy calling even before time began. Just meditate on that. Isn't that awesome? God bless. That was part one and I hope that this is helpful in some way to you. And then for this next part, we are going to dive straight into the main topic, ministry and calling. Now, have you ever heard of this phrase, the need is the call? Yeah, heard of it? Yes? Want to know what Pastor Kong thinks about it? Okay, you got to hear this episode for yourself, okay? I think this episode was a real eye-opener for me and it taught me so much about my own life and how I view my own calling. Hi, Bern. I have a cup of coffee, a latte, and it's just amazing in my hand right now. Yes, yes, yes. Today's cup is a little bit smaller, but I think it's uh, it's got all the oomph in it. You know, I, I've been trying out soy latte. Soy? Yeah, yes. so, and um, it's a quiet taste. I'm enjoying it. And, you know, I mean, this soy latte is very foamy, so yes, I love yes. it. Yes, that's fantastic, Pastor. Pastor, I just want to ask, how are you? Doing I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good in spite of all the challenges ahead. Um, I, I know that God is in control over everything. And so I look forward every day just believing more and more in His goodness. Yes. Pastor, I got a very, very serious question right now that I have to ask you. Are you going to get the new Blackberry? I am going to get the new Blackberry. Yes, yes, yes. In fact, I was just told that uh, uh, one of my my friends is trying to get hold uh, of of one for me, one unit for me really? within these few days. Oh man! So I don't know how. The, I I I hear that people in Indonesia are already using it. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. It's, it's the it's more like the biggest news in 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 tech right now. And they say that there is no bug. They say that it's very stable. They say the reports and review has been amazing. Yes. So. All those BlackBerry users, <laughs> the empire strikes back. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> there is hope for us all. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh, See, faithfulness pays. You know, <laughs> I've been faithful to BlackBerry for such a long time. Yes, yeah. yes. It's such a serious question, isn't it, Pastor? Yeah. I just love BBs. <laughs> yes, Pastor. Today, my topic for today very interesting because we are covering the uh, the area of ministry. You know, we're asking uh, members, if you are not in a ministry, you, could, you should join a ministry, be part of serving in the body of Christ. So Pastor, I want to ask a question. How do we know what ministry should we be a part of? You know, Rick Warren has a great acronym called S-H-A-P-E, SHAPE. Shape. Say all of us are shaped for a particular ministry. So you got to ask yourself, number one, S stands for your spiritual gifts. Mm. What's, what, what spiritual gifts? has God blessed you with. Wow. That means things that, you know, it's, it's a special grace that's given to you. H stands for heart. What is your heart's desire? You got to do something you like. Yes. A stands for your, uh, I believe it's your ability. ability. And that means what you're naturally born uh, good to do, oh. good good at doing. Yes. Like I know for Burn, you're, you're, you are such a, a good communicator. You're a good actor. You're a good dramatist. <laughs> 
drama ministry. It's yes, obvious. Yes. I mean, yeah. you don't need to be a rocket scientist to know that you're born to act, right? And then P stands for what is P you now? Your personality. Personality. Your personality. I mean, uh, you know how some people are just uh, more geared towards, like maybe say mercy ministry. Some people are more geared towards uh, being a leader. Some are more background people. Your personality. E stands for your experience. What are the experiences you have had in your in your secular life out there and that will come to play as you serve the Lord. Fantastic. S-H-A-P-E. A-P-E. Pastor, I, I just want to ask, so let's say if a person, you know, let's make it a very general question, if has no clue at all what ministry, I mean, no, nothing, I'm not really talented in this, uh, I'm okay with everything, what would you what would you say then if the person has no would you just say just join any other ministry i, I say go to a place where there's a big need you oh. know and and because so, I, there are some preachers some pastors that say that their need is the call it, i yes and yes and no for me oh? but wow. yeah because you know i just because there's a need does not mean you're called to do that i mean for me it's that's true there are yeah, needs yeah. everywhere yeah 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 you know and but in all practicality when there is a need you know, and they, they are in urgent need of volunteers, just avail yourself. And if it doesn't work, you know, and maybe do something else. Yeah. But you never know. Sometimes a need can be something that will lead you to discover your ministry. Wow. Yeah. I like this. You never know. You so never know. I think it's 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 good it's important to have a good attitude, isn't it, Pastor? When we go go into serve a ministry, especially a ministry with we just you know being open about it. It's it's good to have a good one attitude. of my one of my maxim in life is that Attitude is everything. Wow. I mean, years ago, when I started out, 37, 38 years ago, yes. I was just an usher in the church. I was just a kid, you know, and helping out ushering, folding the bulletin. And then after that, uh, when I got a little older, I was involved as a greeter. And when I got a little older, they said, hey, you, you, you are now a teenager, you know, why don't you get involved in uh, physical arrangement? Yeah. You know, and so I was involved in carrying chairs, keeping chairs for years and years and years. You know, Bernie, I was never uh, a leader throughout much of my growing up years in the church. I was just a follower, just doing whatever they wanted me to do. And just availing yourself. Availing myself. Wow. You know, I taught in Sunday school. I was a, a musician. I played guitar, although my guitar was really just half past six. Yes, you know, they yes. were just very average. And uh, But I just... I was just availing myself. Yes. Pastor, I got another question, you know, and um, this question was posed to me by one of my friends. It says, why don't you ask Pastor Kong something about um, uh, the call of God, you know, and the gifts of God. So it says here that uh, the call of God is, and the gifts of God is irrevocable. So however, however, we know people who felt a change in calling. So my friend put here, close and inverted commas, change in calling, and pursued a new direction. And they seem to be doing well. So, how do we then know what really is the irrevocable calling of God upon our life? You know, I mean, I feel like calling is like your destination. And, yes. you know, and our destination can be fixed. We put in a GPS. I'm going to go from this place to that place. But along the way, we can change directions. We can go different roads. Yes. But, but the GPS always leads us to the final destination. Yes. Our calling is like that. A calling is is the destination that God has for you, and the word destination is also linked to the word destiny. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's your destiny. It's a destination. But along the way, you can do different things, but you achieve your destiny. You know. Oh. Yeah. You it, it, just because 
for example, I, let me give you a, a very clear example. Yes. Let's let's talk about my wife, uh, son. Yeah. Son, for example, I mean, for sure, son's destiny is to be an evangelist. Mm. Is to be a soul winner. Yes. So how did she win souls? You know, I mean, she started off as one-on-one -on -one soul winner. Yeah. And then a cell group leader. Then later, a pastor's wife. Yes. And then she was involved in in the choir ministry. And and she was she's not really a, a preacher preacher, but she did uh, share the gospel in some youth revival meetings. So it was yes. very effective. And then after that, she felt that God wanted her to use her singing gift and talent to cross over yes. and and use pop culture as a platform to share the message of faith, hope, and love. And look, thousands upon thousands got saved. Yes. Now she did not change the calling. Still so winning. Yeah. And then when, when three years ago, when my case happened, and she had to come back to stand with her husband yes. to be the dutiful wife to support the husband, pray for her husband, and help me to hold the church together. And by doing that, she's still doing the work of God. So now you see her song leading, you see her discipling, you see her prophesying. She's still doing everything that ultimately will lead to soul winning. At the end of her life, and I'm sure she's going to live a long, fruitful life, she's going to look back and say, I fulfilled my calling, which is very clear. My calling is to be an evangelist. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you do it, Pastor. You didn't even blink. It's yeah. like, you know, everything. Yeah. You, yeah. But you know, I mean, sometimes if you take snapshots, we, you, you know, you, you can't see the whole picture. And you take snapshots, you think that, oh, I'm changing my calling. I'm changing. No, you're not. Because ultimately, you still fulfill the destiny that God wants you to have. Like the GPS, you still reach your destination. You still reach your destination. So you got to find out what's your destination. Your calling is your destination. What is your destination? Amen. Amen. That is a good question. Yeah. I want to leave you with First Peter chapter 4 and verse 10. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So let's become ministers of each other. I hope you're enjoying this 3-in-1 coffee series so far. If you are, we'd love to hear from you. Write to us, connect at cdradio.sg. Give us some love, some encouragement, all right? And also, if you'd like to ask a question or you have any specific topic you want to suggest, don't be a stranger, just write in as well. All right, last bit to this episode. And I can honestly tell you, we have recorded in many, many places from hotel rooms while overseas doing missions to church guest rooms and you name it, we've been there, okay? And this, if you hear the quality, you can guess where. Mm-hmm, it's in the car. Mm, no, I'm not joking, okay? All right, let's just get ready for more Coffee Talk with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Hi, Brian. Good to be on your show again. Pastor. Wow, piping hot coffee. Piping hot, right? Pastor, yeah. as requested. Pastor, do you know that Starbucks, right? They would make the coffee, the hottest temperature they can go is 93 degrees. Really? Your coffee is, uh, the milk is made at uh, 90 degrees. 90 degrees. There you go, Pastor. Well, we're not supposed to mention the brand of the coffee we drink. It's okay, Pastor. We can. <laughs> we we can. drink it every episode. Well, you know, sometimes we record uh, <laughs> in, in in the night. Sometimes, I remember a few times we recorded way past midnight. Yes, yes. Sometimes we record in the afternoon, but today is early in the morning. That's and, right. Uh, Hot coffee is always good yes, Early right. in the morning Yes You know what's the most special thing about Is a brand new cup of coffee And for a brand new year A brand new season Hallelujah Happy 2017 Yes, yes Okay, Pastor Today uh, To kick things off Maybe this might be A little bit loaded But uh, we'll see how you answer The, the question Okay, here. okay Usually uh, I've A not been question For the brand new year I've not been very successful though 
<laughs> yes, okay, we'll, we'll try so far. Uh, the, the title is called Dream versus Calling. Now, it says here, somebody wrote to me, connect the cdradio.sg. Dear Bernard, thank you for hosting Coffee with Kong. Every episode has been such a blessing to my soul and spirit. I love how the topics are so relatable to a young adult like myself. Wow, I'm glad to hear that. I hope this email finds you well and I'm looking forward to pass this response. I have a question and it's about the difference in our dream. Something we would like to achieve in life from God's calling. Could chasing our dreams mean that we become self-seeking? Oh, that's a big question. Mm-hmm. Could chasing our dreams instead become our calling in God like a marketplace Christian? Mm-hmm. I remember that you have addressed an email about calling and you have stated that if it is a calling, we will experience the grace given to pull through the situations. Correct. But what happens when I feel that this grace is leaking or <laughs> running out? Yeah. Is it time for me to back out? Am I considered as someone who is running away from my calling if I were to leave this job? Is the nagging feeling a distraction from God's calling to teach? I am at a saturated state. Mm. Overwhelmed with work And Mm. I'm starting to lose the joy To teach or Mm. even turn up at my workplace Mm. I have since experienced multiple anxiety attacks And broke down a few times If I would take this opportunity to pursue After a dream I once had when I was younger Am I considered a person who's abandoning God's calling And going after self-seeking desires Thank you for always taking time to read through the emails This program is indeed such a blessing to all listeners Please keep my identity as an anonymous listener Thank you and have a great recording session Okay, uh, first of all A calling is, is a very macro A very, it reaches out for, for your entire life Yes For example, your calling could even stretch beyond your retirement years. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you take a job. Let's say, for example, you take a, a, a job in, the, say, the armed forces. And mm. you know that most armed forces personnel, they got to retire when pretty young, 45, 50 years old. So yep. You have to retire, right? Mm-hmm. So your calling will stretch even beyond when you retire for a certain job. Mm. So a calling will span your lifetime. Mm. So Paul is able to say that I'm going after my high calling. Mm. So your calling is not locked into a certain job or certain season of your life. It stretches through your whole life if you want to be very technical about it. Okay. So within a calling, there could be many seasons where there are different visions and different dreams. Mm. But all said and done, whether it's a calling, vision, dreams mm. they're just in a sense words yeah the important thing is you got to make sure that your calling is from god your vision and dream is from the holy spirit is from god mm. x 2 17 right that when the holy spirit is poured upon you your young man shall see vision your old, old man, man shall dream, dream dreams yeah so you just got to make sure that everything you do even if you got a calling a vision a dream that is from god that that you are so certain, you know, you know, God spoke to you in an audible voice, God sent an angel to appear before you, even that as it may be, mm. you must make sure you have the anointing of God to, to fulfill that calling, wow. fulfill that vision, fulfill that dream, because otherwise you're going to find a leaking of grace. Yeah, Pastor, that's the thing I'm going to talk about because yeah. 
I, I believe that this person is experiencing a lot of things right now. Yeah, because it sounds to me that you you are, you have worked very hard, but you have overwork. Overwork in the sense that you have not worked with God. Mm. You have not allowed God to empower you and strengthen you and flow in God's rhythm of work. You have veered into your human flesh. Mm. You are now trying to succeed or fulfill your projects or meet your deadlines by your own power, by your own ingenuity, your own strategy, your own strength, and so you're burning out. Mm. Because no matter how powerful your engine is, without the oil of the Holy Spirit, it's going to burn out. Mm. Yeah. So, Pastor, at this point in time, what would you say to people who are, let's say, in this particular predicament in the new year 2017? You know, let me tell you, let me say it this way, even in the ministry, there are people who are burnt out and they have a calling from God, a vision from God, but they have gone ahead of God. They have embarked in too many visions and projects, do too many things, whether it's in, uh, uh, in their pastoral work, their, their children's work, whatever it may be. And they, they have a, a good idea, but it's not a God idea. So they have gone ahead of God. And, and yes, they are still within the umbrella of their calling. They're still, they're still moving in the direction of what God wants them to do. But they are burnt out, they are frustrated. I know our church staff and church workers, not necessarily in my church, but all around the world, they hate going to church office. And you, you would be surprised to hear that. There are pastors that hate preaching every Sunday. And because they, they have found a leaking of grace, they have moved outside of God's anointing. So you need to come back to the place of, of consecration, a place of waiting on God. And waiting is a powerful thing. You wait on God. We, we can only find success or divine success, divine favor, divine breakthrough, divine enablement. If we walk in God's rhythm, God says move, we move. God give us the strength to flow in certain area, we go into that area. Yeah. Moses said, if your presence doesn't go with me, I'm not going to go. So, Pastor, the first advice you would give is to restore or repair that leak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plug that leak. Plug that leak, yeah. Plug that leak. Get yourself mm. filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Do whatever you need. Yep. You know, spend time reading the Bible, meditating on the Word, prayer, go for a prayer retreat. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, one of the things I like to do, but it may not be uh, convenient for a lot of people go prayer mountain to pray wow just go and recalibrate your life yeah go and come to a place where you know that you're seeking God's God and His kingdom first yeah when that is established everything will fall in place otherwise you're on your own for those of you listening in my scripture for a brand new year is this Jeremiah 29 and verse 12 then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord. Jeremiah 29, verse 12 to verse 14. God bless. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us. Connect at cdradio.sg. Connect at cdradio.sg. To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg. www.chc.org.sg. Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At P.S. Kong Hee. At P.S. Kong Hee. God bless you and stay safe.